0: Open your Bibles to Psalm 49. Psalm 49, I shall not comment very much on it, so that I hope you will pay attention as we read our way through it for a reading of a psalm, then we'll sing a few of its verses. It is a lesson from the inspired psalmist about life and death and eternal life. And no matter how successful you might be in this life, If you do not understand these things, then you are like the beasts that perish. You are so ignorant. You deserve the burial of an ass. That is what it is called in the Bible. Let us all stand together and enjoy and rejoice in the truth of Psalm 49 as the hope of the resurrection separates us from all other men. Together. Hear this, all ye people. Give ear, all ye inhabitants of the world, both low and high, rich and poor together. My mouth shall speak of wisdom, and the meditation of my heart shall be of understanding. I will incline mine ear to a parable. I will open my dark saying upon the harp. Wherefore should I fear in the days of evil, when the iniquity of my heels shall compass me about? They that trust in their wealth, and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches, none of them can by any means redeem his brother, nor give to God a ransom for him. For the redemption of their soul is precious. And it ceaseth forever, that he should still live forever, and not see corruption. For he seeth that wise men die, likewise the fool and the brutish person perish, and leave their wealth to others. Their inward thought is, that their houses shall continue forever." and their dwelling places to all generations. They call their lands after their own names. Nevertheless, man being in honor, abideth not. He is like the beasts that perish. This their way is their folly, yet their posterity approve their sayings. Selah. Like sheep they are laid in the grave, death shall feed on them, and the upright shall have dominion over them in the morning, and their beauty shall consume in the grave from their dwelling. But God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave, for he shall receive me, Selah. Be not thou afraid when one is made rich, when the glory of his house is increased. For when he dieth, he shall carry nothing away. His glory shall not descend after him. Though while he lived, he blessed his soul. And men will praise thee when thou doest well to thyself. He shall go to the generation of his fathers. They shall never see light. Man that is in honor and understandeth not is like the beasts that perish. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Thank you, Lord, for revelation that separates us From the hopeless existence of humanity without the gospel. Hopeless. We're nothing more than animals. If I didn't know this chapter of the Bible along with the other 1188, you could believe in evolution because after all, we're just animals. But we're not just animals. We are the children of God by His love for us. His amazing love. How can it be? This is a lesson to all the inhabitants of the world. It doesn't matter whether you're low in society or high. It doesn't matter what economic strata you're in. The rich and poor together need to hear this because they all die the same way. The Lord is the maker of them all. David said, my mouth is going to declare some wisdom. And the meditation of my heart will be of understanding. And what we read in the verses that follow is wisdom and understanding about life. Death and deliverance from death. Death feeds on some, and they never see light. Death to others is merely sleeping, and they shall be received into glory. Look at the fourth verse. I'm going to be very brief. I will incline my ear to a parable. I will open my dark saying upon the harp, God was communicating to David a parable, and he was going to open his dark saying and make it musical, because David was a musician, and I believe it's in the fifth verse primarily. Wherefore should I fear in the days of evil, when the iniquity of my heels shall compass me about? Wherefore should I be afraid, David is saying, when the evil days come? There's so much confusion on this verse by commentators, I'm embarrassed. That they were ever in the ministry. It, it's horrible. I don't even want to take you there because it's a waste of time. This verse should be easily understood by those who know the Word of God. Does the Bible describe evil days that come upon even the saints of God? In Ecclesiastes chapter twelve, the days of evil. Wherefore should I fear in the days of evil? As I get older, what is the what is the context of this verse? Is the context of this verse physical death and the resurrection? Yes. Then that tells us what the fifth verse is about. Wherefore should I fear? In the days of evil. When the evil days come and the sun doesn't rise anymore and the rain clouds return after the rain. Ecclesiastes 12, why should I be afraid as my body begins to decay and break down and I get closer to death? Why should I be afraid When the iniquity of my heels compasses me about. When the sins of my life, my feet, carried me into sins. I walked in the way of sin at times in my life, and that is why my body must die, because the heels of my body, the feet of my body, carried my body into sin, and my body has to die. But when those iniquities compass me about, and they're taking their toll of my body, and the evil days have arrived... I don't need to be afraid. That's right. Why should I be afraid? Even though we know we've sinned, even though we know our body is corrupting because of sin, even though we know they are evil days, because the Bible says they are evil days, they're not your golden years. We know those things. And we do not have to be afraid because we have verse 15. But God, but... That holy disjunctive but sets what is in verse 15 against everything that is in verses 6 through 14, especially 14. Like sheep, they are laid in the grave. Death shall feed on them, and the upright shall have dominion over them in the morning, and their beauty shall consume in the grave from their dwelling. Right now, they are as good as they're ever going to get. Right now, we are as bad as we're ever gonna be. Praise the Lord. It's only onward and upward for all of us. Verse 15, but we are not like those in verses 6 through 14. None of them can by any means redeem their brother in verse 7 because the redemption of souls is precious. Verse 8. None of them can live forever. Verse 9. But God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave. For he shall receive me. Selah. That is the answer to the parable in the dark saying of verse 5. When the evil days come and the consequences of sin are consuming our body, there is no reason to be afraid. Because God will receive us. He loves us with an everlasting love. And nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Neither life nor death. Praise God. That is the Word of God, and that's what we need to believe, and that's what we need to rejoice in. It's time for the saints of God to rejoice. In verse 15, in comparison to verse 5, as God delivers us from those evil days, from the power of the grave, through Jesus Christ our Lord, and He shall receive me. The psalmist made this very personal. We can speak of it in general terms, or we can lay hold of it for ourselves individually like the psalmist did. God shall receive me. Amen and amen.